Hello, my name is Caleb Walger, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 51. It's the weekend recap for September 3rd through September 5th. Let's go ahead and get it started. First things first, let's go ahead and jump into our Major League Baseball series between the Athletics and the Blue Jays, which ended up being a sweep on behalf of the Blue Jays. On Friday, the Blue Jays won in a walk-off. They won 11-10. Marcus Simeon hit the three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth to send the home fans home happy. Sergio Romo for the A's didn't even record an out for the Athletics coming in in the ninth, so it was let two people on and then give up the homer to Simeon. On Saturday, the Blue Jays found a way to win in a different fashion, and this was with Jordan Romano putting out the fire for the Athletics in the top of the ninth. He did give up a home run on his second pitch, which got us to the 10-8 score, but the A's had scored five in the ninth after that home run. There was already a man on, and he got the next three up to the plate out, didn't let anyone else get on base, and the A's saw their comeback stopped by Jordan Romano. And last but not least, on Sunday, the Blue Jays found a new way to do it as they won 8-0, and... uh Based off of what I know from the unexpected, they would be happy because Robbie Ray struck out 10 and only allowed one hit. Uh, Marcus Simeon again hit a home run in this game, and Alejandro Kirk joined him in the bottom of the third as they just pounded the lead early, and they were up 7 nothing after three, and they were easily able to hang on. Just to go over the standings, the Blue Jays are now four games back in the wild card behind the Boston Red Sox, as the Bo Sox only dropped one game this weekend to the Cleveland Indians. The only team between them is the Mariners, so we have an interesting wild card race as the Blue Jays are now going to travel to Yankee Stadium for a four-game series. The Yankees are also in that one. The Red Sox are hosting the Rays for a three-game series, and the Mariners are traveling to Houston for a three-game series. The Mariners are three games back. The Blue Jays are four games back. Anything can happen here in Major League Baseball, as it is September, and no one knows what to expect. Next, let's go ahead and talk about those college football games and how those potential draft prospects played. On Friday night, we saw the matchup between North Carolina and Virginia Tech, and even though North Carolina was favored, Virginia Tech had a packed house, and they were coming and playing with fire. Virginia Tech ended up taking the win, 17-10, and as far as North Carolina quarterback Sam Howell, he did not have a good game. He went 17-32 of for 208 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions, and he also had 13 carries for 35 yards. Uh, they do include sacks in rushing yards for college football, so that probably skews that a little bit, but not a good day for Sam Howell. Next, on Saturday, Georgia beat Clemson 10-3. I did say Jordan Davis was going to go out and have an impact on the game. He had three tackles, one sack, and one tackle for loss. Definitely anytime you can get a sack. And Clemson only had two yards rushing for the game. He's the premier defensive tackle on the team. That's exactly what you want. He's going to go in there, clog up space, and clog up those running lanes, and that he did. Last but not least, we had an epic finale on Sunday night between the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, Notre Dame ended up winning 41-38. Got to give a huge credit to Mackenzie Milton for bringing Florida State back after getting his knee reconstructed. I don't know that I ever thought I was going to see him on the field again, 
between him and Alex Smith, some of the things that we're seeing with knee recoveries are quite amazing. But uh, Notre Dame was up 38 to 20, and Mackenzie Milton brought them down on three straight drives for two touchdowns and a field goal to tie the game up. Earlier in the game, Kyle Hamilton, our player to watch, had two interceptions off of Florida State. So switching up the quarterback, I think, did make sense to bring Milton in. And, you know, Notre Dame ended up getting it done in overtime. It was a game-winning field goal. Florida State had missed their field goal in the first half of overtime off of an interesting challenge to try to get field position. But that also meant that their kicker was kind of iced. And then Notre Dame also had their kicker iced by Florida State, but they were able to put it through on a 41-yarder to win the game. And last but not least, let's go ahead and talk about the Tour Championship. It was a thrilling match on Sunday between Patrick Cantlay and John Rahm as they were playing at Eastlake, which is not a terribly easy course, and they were both coming in hot, hot, hot down the stretch. So it was interesting because in general it was it's a low-scoring event, and Patrick Cantlay was up and down throughout the front nine. He would birdie a hole, and then it seemed like he bogeyed a hole or two later. You know, birdie to hole, bogey to hole, one or two later. So he was even through the front nine, and John Rom had actually gained a little bit on him as he was one under through the front nine. And, and that, of course, was a birdie on the hole number five. And it wasn't until the final hole of the day that they both really put the pressure on, uh, where they both birdied and Cantlay was able to win at 21 under versus John Rahm's 20 under. But I do want to talk real quick about the 17th hole and how it almost all fell apart for Patrick Cantlay. He had hit it off to the right. He hit it over the green and into the rough on that second shot. So he was off the green, no birdie chance. His first chip, he chipped it, and it was still in the rough up by the green. So he was doing that one for par. It could have easily been a double bogey. If it was a double bogey, we would have ended up having a playoff. But Cantlake was able to get it in on a tough bogey putt. And I know in general when you have a bogey, people don't want to circle that as a, hey, you got to pay attention to how that guy did on that hole. But that's where Patrick Cantlay won the tournament. Yeah, he... Finished off well on the 18th as well. Like I said, they both birdied that one, both putting it close to the hole. But I think Cantley won it with his bogey only being a bogey on the 17th. And uh, it's going to be a while, guys. We're jumping into the NFL season, and that's our season. So we're not going to be doing quite the same format for weekend recaps. So you'll probably not hear a solo episode from me for a while. But know that we care about you guys. Uh, you can find some of our stuff on YouTube. You can check out our merch. All of that's in our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Brody Talk. And on behalf of the Brodies and myself, thank goodness football is here, and uh, we are signing out. Bye. <laughs>